Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Yeah, last night sucked. It really, truly sucked. The Heat got throttled. They got embarrassed. Bam Adebayo doesn't want anything to do with this series. But if you think the Heat, the defending Eastern Conference champions, with that culture and that leader in Jimmy Butler, with that coach Eric Spolstra, are dead, you are dead wrong. Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. No, 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 Coquel, don't do this. No, 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 no. They are, no, no, no. The series is not over. No, Coquel, turn it off. Coquel, shut it down. No, it's over, Johnny. No, it is not done. The Heat are not dead. Stop that. Shut it down. The Heat. Coquel. The Heat are not done. If you think the Heat are dead, you don't have the guts, and you're not actually a Heat fan. Turn it, turn it, turn it off. Turn it off. The Heat are not done. The Heat are not done, and they're coming home to 17,000 fans at the American Airlines Arena. Last night was an embarrassment. The Heat are not done. I want to hear it. I want to hear <laughs> they from, look done. I want to hear from Heat fans right now. Let's fill it up right now. Heat fans... Now that you've had a night to sleep on it and everything went wrong, are the Heat done? Are they dead? This team that was inspiring in the bubble last year, this team that has leadership in Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra, this team that has come back and overcome adversity over and over and over and over again, and we have seen how good they can be. Are they dead? Are they done? Is the season over? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at the show, at ESPN West Palm. I say the Heat still have plenty of life left in them because, as they always say, and this is the truth, a playoff series doesn't start until the road team wins. And the Milwaukee Bucks have not at all this season, faced what they are going to face from a pure noise standpoint, from a pure intensity standpoint, when Game 3 happens at the American Airlines Arena. All right, they're not going to the Garden. They're going to the American Airlines Arena. It's not going to be that noisy. You are... All right, you know what? Actually, maybe by the third quarter, second quarter, when everybody shows up, maybe then it'll get noisy. Here we go. Here we go. Heat fans, let's hear it. Are they dead? Because if you think they're dead, I'll hear you out. But I also I also have an obligation to tell you, you just don't have the guts. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And I get it. Last night... It's demoralizing when you see your team get routed. It's demoralizing when you see your team get pounded. But I, I, I tell you what, that was much more acceptable to me 
losing on the road in a playoff game against a good team like the Bucks than it was the Knicks losing game one at home to a playoff newcomer in Trey Young. Those things happen. Do you recall LeBron and the Heat getting absolutely trashed? I mean manhandled. Game 1 Eastern Conference Finals 2011 by the Bulls at the United Center in Chicago. What did the Heat do? They rolled off four straight, and they won. The Heat have taken one thirty-two to ninety-eight. Okay, and the game wasn't even that close. Okay. It's over. It's a dud. They are a dead man walking. It was a dud. The great thing about NBA playoff series, and if you also think the Heat are dead because of one bad game like that, you've never watched the NBA playoffs. You've you've never watched the NBA playoffs. It's a seven-game series for a reason. I don't think the Heat are dead. I think they're very alive. Will they win the series? I don't know. But if you think that they're going to wilt and go away now, uh uh-uh. Not this team. Not this franchise. The Heat are alive. Dead man. The only good player on their team walking. Do you think... That was actually pretty good. Do you think, like Coquel says, they're dead or like me? Do you still have faith? I still have faith in this team, but damn it, Bam Adebayo, it's time for you to actually show up in the playoffs. And actually look like you have ability. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. Terry is in West Palm. Terry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Terry. Yeah, I think that thing be set wrong. Hello? Yeah, what's up, Terry? Turn your radio down, please. All righty. Yes, I was just calling in, uh, the Heat are dead. Why do you believe so? Well, I'm a Heat fan, and actually I'll be at the game Thursday night. My buddy's got tickets, and he told me we're coming in. But Heat are dead because I think Milwaukee's playing with a vengeance this time. The Heat went to the finals last year. They're not, you know, they're not playing with that extra little fire in mind. Milwaukee's got to play. Yeah, serious Milwaukee retooled, and Drew Holiday absolutely helps. That's and, right. I, I mean, I'm getting ready to say that he, they retool. Yeah, and so listen, even if the Heat don't win this series, okay, it happens. They let some things fall through in the regular season to put them into this matchup. But what we saw last night doesn't necessarily mean that the pulse is gone. I assure you, when you get there on Thursday night in Miami, that's going to be a completely different start. It's going to be a completely different intensity. And the Bucks will not have played in an environment like that in the last calendar year. And I do think that is significant. So you think they're dead and you're discouraged right now, Terry. I think they're dead, me personally. I mean, I'm more of an NBA fan than I am just a Miami Heat fan. I moved sure. down here and I turned into a big Heat fan. But just looking at it, the way it's constructed, and they didn't get the we. I mean, just Coquel said it. That wasn't even the best Bucks uh, can play. Drew, uh, uh, the point guard, can play way better than that. They got more to offer, and, yep. and they got yeah. they're loaded. But also, Milwaukee ba- is loaded. Ba- ba- Bam okay, can play much Milwaukee better than that. Challenge Brooklyn. Milwaukee is loaded. Milwaukee is not challenging Brooklyn. Get but, the brooms, uh, I, I appreciate the call. And I, the this brooms. is my one plea to you, Terry. This is my one plea to you. Believe when you go there Thursday. Don't just don't just mail it in. 
you got to believe in this team. If you're a Heat fan, you have to believe that they're going to find a way. They're going to adjust. They adjust better than anybody in the NBA. This is the time to do it. I still believe because I don't think that a series, I, I am 100% behind the fact a series doesn't start until the road team wins. You know what? Milwaukee's got to come down here now. Kevin is in West Palm. Kevin, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Kev? Ken, what's up, man? Talk to me. Listen, I am an avid Heat fan. I love the Heat like I love my children. <laughs> we have to make adjustments in the third game. Yep. If we don't make any adjustments, if we don't, we can't go out there like uh, Adebayo 16 points. I mean, uh, Butler 16 points. Yep. We can't go out there like that. No. Well, they're going to have to cannot. show up. If we don't... If we don't show up, we are going to get swept. And then that's going to look like last year in the bubble was a total fluke. I know. And I'm seeing that on social media. Because we made it all the way to the... No, I know. I know. And I'm seeing this on social media today that it's clear, Kevin, that the Heat were a a one-time bubble fluke. But they they weren't. Everybody was playing in the same environment. Everybody was playing the same Easy to shoot in an open gym. That's all I'm saying. Empty gym, easy to shoot. Kevin, I'm not going to let... playoff pressure. I'm not going to let them tell bullies like this. Wilting in the heat. The pressure... They have to stand up against the pressure. If they can stand up against the pressure at home, and we usually turn it up at home, I have 100% faith that we can get back in it. They'll get off to a fast start because it'll be an empty arena the first quarter. The Heat should get off to a fast start. Kevin, they're going to go back to Milwaukee. Uh, This is, I mean, Coquel is embarrassing himself right now. Sorry, Kevin. Go ahead, bud. Listen, the thing about you have to look at the game, too. They shot. Milwaukee shot incredibly yes, well yes. in the first quarter. Ten three-pointers in the first quarter like That's alone, insane. That's, that's not happening again. Points. Yeah. Right. That, now, that part was luck on their part, but we have to do a better part of stopping the three and then closing off that lane. We can't let them run. One guy ran from one end of the court to the other and scored a basket. Yeah. That can't happen with a defense as tenacious as the Heat zone. Well, and I got faith. Go Heat. There you go. All right, Kevin. There you go. And Bryn Forbes is not going to blow up the way he did again last night. It was just one of those nights where it avalanches against you, and Coquel, who says the Heat are dead, even he knows, though, in the NBA playoffs, duds happen. Last night was a dud, but it also shows you the importance when you can steal a game on the road like the Heat had a chance to in Game 1 while not playing well at all and not getting anything from Jimmy and absolutely not getting anything from Bam. you got to take advantage, but those are the breaks in the NBA playoffs. That's the thing. The Bucks had their dud and still won. The Bucs had a dud game the one. The Heat almost beat them while having a And they both played terrible, but this seems to be who the Heat are now. They're a the, six seed. Thursday, you get out of a six Thursday, seed. Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, the Heat beat the Bucks, and we pressed the reset button. James in Juno Beach. James, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's going on, James? Yeah, I don't know how you come on the radio all fiery and angry and think that your solution is going to be the Miami Heat Stadium when their fans are not even going to show up till halftime. That is so, James, can I tell you something? That is so lame. It's true. That is so lame. Why? Because it's honest? First of all, that's one of the loudest arenas in the league. In the third and fourth quarter. That's such a And that's only if they don't leave early. James, where are you from? Where Where are you originally from? Massachusetts. Of course. It's always the Northeast. It's always the New England. Better sports And fans. it's always the New Yorkers with that stupid, terrible, dopey tripe about heat oh, fans man. bad. Show Find some new content. Yeah, hey, Milk, Massachusetts sucks. Clam chowder's terrible, and Boston is full of really terrible people. How about that, James? Don't, don't you take know? shots at a whole city or state, whatever you said. I don't remember which one you said. You said both, actually. 
Don't take shots at them just because the Heat fans don't show up. Heat fans, you have a chance to call right now. 888-760-3776. Call in. Oh, wait. You know what, Ken? They'll probably call in the second half of the show. James and Juno, the show sucks. Thanks for listening. 888-760-3776. Show is trash even though I listen every single day. Lavelle in West Palm. What's up, Lavelle? What's going on, Campbell, man? Talk to me, brother. All right, so two things, man. Jimmy Bucket, he's going to have to change his name if he don't start being more aggressive. Yeah. And the only thing with Jay, all he need to do is just channel his inner Dwayne Wade and we'll be all right. He ain't got no killer instinct. I thought he was good, but he just got to tighten up a little more. I tell you what, Bam Adebayo has been, Bam Adebayo has been the biggest disappointment I can remember in the Heat, in any Heat postseason series in recent memory. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, and I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he's just mentally shot. I don't know what would have uh, affected him mentally, but I thought for sure after being passed over for the final three defensive player of the year that he would have come out on fire, and he has been listless. And if he comes out like that Thursday and the Heat lose, like, yeah, they're dead. They're dead. But I need, I need, and the Heat needs something from him. This is, this is shocking to me, to be quite honest, Lavelle. Bam, Bam got a lot on his mind. He got his side chick pregnant. That's in our hill down there, but. I don't. Allegedly? Yeah, I'm going to throw that out there allegedly because I did not hear that. I'm, I, I, <laughs> LaBelle, bro, bro, I, I appreciate the call. Bam, Bam, we have people you can call to help you if that actually happened. I have no idea if I, I, that I don't happened. Know, that's, that's not important. We loves, he loves. And uh, yeah, even I'm not going to respond to that. I just don't. I, I haven't heard that. Maybe I'm missing out on the Reddit, the Heat Reddit pages. I don't know. 888-760-3776. Call in if you have more information. 888-760-3776. If they do, please screen that before it comes on the air, Coquel. Uh Let's go to Jupiter. Hey, Brian. Hey, uh, I'm not a Heat fan, even though I've lived here my whole life. I'm just not a basketball fan. Yeah. So, um, you know. And last night, if it was a home game, nobody probably would have been there anyway because it probably would have been at the BBMT Center watching the sure. Panthers. But you guys, for some reason, haven't said a word about it, even though they had two uh, two records last night. But wait, you're talking. Wait, what? What are you talking about here? What are you referring to? I'm sorry, I Panthers got completely. They had, oh yeah, they the Panthers. Had, they had, yeah, I mean you, they, they, you had a. <laughs> So tell me, talk. Just talk to me real quick about the Panthers. Just that's fine. We're pro Panthers. Cats and rats, baby. Cats and rats. The spark night in goal. Okay, got it down. Playoff game. Yep. Is he done yet? Yeah, he's done. He's done. I've I've put the muzzle on him now. I mean, goaltending play is huge in the playoffs. All right, now go ahead. Go ahead and talk Panthers. Anyway, two. Two records. They started the youngest goalie in a playoff game last night, mm-hmm. and then the youngest goalie uh, got uh, got a, a win in a playoff game. Yep. Uh, Spencer Knight. I can't remember his name. Spencer, Spencer Knight. Nice. The Spark Knight. He sparked the team. But, He's the uh, Spark Knight. I am a huge Cats and Rats fan. Cool. All right, bro. Appreciate it. And thank you for the call. All right. We're aware that the Panthers won. Thank you. Uh, we are, we will celebrate the Panthers. Chill out. Coquel, 
you've got to let the man speak. No, I don't. You can't just no, yell aimlessly. Yes, I no, I can't. That's what this microphone is for. This microphone gives me the right to yell. What I will say, though. Really? Is... You just yelled at a whole city and a state a minute ago. No, clam chowder is trash. Not New England. And Boston is really overrated. Boston's really really good. Boston's the really white overrated. one? That's really good. It's pretty good? Yeah. Oh my I mean, God. I'll give it Listen. another shot. I'm not closed minded. It's fine. Um, but also, too, if you're going to call about history being made in a Panthers game when we're talking about the Heat, remember the um, the goaltender's name, please. Uh, Steven is in West Palm. Steven, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Steven? What's up, Ken? Congrats on the show. Uh, Thanks, man. just want to say that real quick. And I got two names to say why the Heat are struggling, man. Holly Hero. Yeah. yeah. And Victor Oladipo. Uh, you know, Bam isn't playing... But Bam is going Bam. I mean, yeah, he's not putting up 30 or, you know, but he's going decent. He's missing shots, but sometimes it happens. It's only been two games. Tyler Hero, non-existent. Yeah. And we went and did what we did for Victor Aladipo, uh, trying to get at least a, maybe a 20-point-a-game score. He's in there. Yeah. And pretty much that's all I have to say. Yeah, no, and you're right. And I think that's very level-headed, and it, that's been a real bad break, uh, what happened with, with Oladipo. And Tyler Hero, I mean, it, it's been like this all season long. He's had two, three games of some good play, but he's never really gotten to the level that we saw in the postseason last year, and he really, truly has struggled an awful lot. And that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Those are the things, though, you can still capture these things in a bottle and win a playoff series. The, the Heat are not that poorly matched against the Bucs. They're not. Last night was a bad night. They wouldn't have beat anyone last night. No, they would, you're right. You're right. They would have been run over by anybody, and sometimes that, that happens. But Thursday night, and fine, say it, say it, say it. I know you want to say it about the Heat crowd. I know you want to say it. Thursday night, when the Bucs come to Miami and play the Heat, it's going to be loud. It's going to be raucous. It's going to be a lot of pent-up energy because there hasn't been a full house in over a year. And I think that the Heat are going to come out a completely different team. Okay? If they come out flat again and they get swept, changes need to be made. What kind of changes? Something to the core of the roster because it's clearly not there. They had a chance maybe to get hard the and they didn't go for it. I think the core. And they're, they, they'll try and make an impact in free agency. And they're, I'm still, they're going to be in discussions with Bradley Beal. They're going to be continuing to, uh, they'll get Oladipo back, hopefully on the cheap. I mean, they're not going to have him back if he's still commanding the type of money he thought he was going to be commanding. But yeah, but it's not time to talk about offseason yet because we're only. Two games into this series. You sound defeated right the now. The Heat are not You're, the you first sound team defeated. to go down 0-2 you in a playoff series. You sound defeated. After losing the first two home games. Just be proud of what they did last year, the fact that they were able to fight and scratch and claw to a six seed. Be proud, and then just reflect on it, Ken. Are the Heat dead? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we are... They're not dead. Coquel. Are the Heat dead? 888-760-3776. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys. He is our sports agent insider and our sports law insider. He'll join us later on in the program. We have an awful lot to do. I mean, we have a ton to do. And we are aware, Coquel, I do want to hear that Panther roar again or growl or whatever. That was electrifying last night. The Panthers beat the Bolts 4-1 to one to move it to a Game 5. I tell you what. You know why game I, 6. Can, can I'm I talk sorry. about why I yelled at that guy or why I spoke over him? Why? Because he came in on the air right away. His first thing was, oh, you're talking basketball. I don't like basketball. We're only talking hockey. You're never talking hockey fans. 
Let us get into it, and then we'll maybe enjoy your sport. When you fight everyone off before we even get a chance, no one's going to like your sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't come in with an edge. Don't come in with an edge. You can have the hockey platform, but wait for me to get there. Coquel's exactly right. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are the Heat dead? And again, Spencer Knight, we know the name. And what, what's your nickname for him? The Spark Knight. The Spark Knight. He sparked the team. I actually really do like that. Between that and the Heat being dead men walking, like, that was pretty good. I, I have to admit, and it pains me, but that is actually pretty legitimately good. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Jeremy is in West Palm. Jeremy, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, bud? What's going on, fellas? Man, first of all, list, you know, what list we going to need more out of you know what I'm saying? He's an all-star. He run, he, 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 he run his mouth more than what he produced on the court a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times, you know, that threat, that attitude, you got you to put that towards the court, man. You got to back it up, bro. Yeah. No, he, he does. He absolutely does. And if you're going to be a leader, <laughs> okay. it, it goes more than just like what he says. If you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be the guy and he, he, he considers this his team, yeah, you got to show it a little bit. Uh, you do. And, and the thing about it, too, and, 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 you know, all year long we talking about, you know, Bam and Jimmy was carrying us, and yeah, they was. You know, and the main thing was talking about the front court. We were struggling on that center. Yeah. Man, this man put up 19 to 10 almost last night. You know what I'm saying? With us, with us, with this, but the way it doesn't come in and put 19 to 10. What else you need now? Yeah. No, you got what you were missing. Yeah. You, you, got, you got what you needed off the bench from him, and I thought that that was, that was extremely good to see, and I think it sent a little bit of a message to Bam Adebayo as well. How about this? And I'm not going to sit here and try and, and make excuses, but what if, Jeremy, and you watch the Heat, you're a Heat guy, what if – because they played uh, almost as many games as anybody in the second half of the season with that rearranged schedule. What if they're just flat out tired and they 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 just don't they don't oh have it? Oh my gosh! I mean, that's legitimate, right? Oh, oh come on! You're serious, yeah. Jeremy? Is that is that legitimate, or am I just copping out? I, I, I mean, it's, it's legitimate, man. Like I say, but at the same time, man, you know, it, 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 at this stage. You know, those excuses ain't going to work, man. We're talking about playoff basketball. Yeah, no, I, I, no you're, <laughs> right. We, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. We're talking about playoff basketball. We're on a whole different level. That's the, the regular season is over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and right now, those guys had enough experience. You know, Hero, you know, Robinson, you know, they got enough experience, you know, to, to be able to be. They was in that situation. Yeah, you got to you know, find they don't, it. They don't have you're no right. more excuses. Right. You, you got to find it. You got to yeah. dig deep. Yeah, Jeremy, appreciate you the gotta call. You got to dig deep. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Ed is in Jensen. Hey Ed. Hey guys, I'm just going to make two quick points, and I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, I'm a big Heat fan, and uh, unfortunately, they're done because it's all about matchups. And um, you know, you could say whatever you, what you could say about how the Heat can pull this next game out, but the problem is that we've seen what the Milwaukee Bucks game plan is, and that's an onslaught of threes, and there's just no way that the Heat are going to defend against that. And it's just, it's just going to be, you know, I mean, the first game, they got lucky that they didn't hit all the threes they took. The second game, those threes started falling, so that's what happened there. And it's just going to continue. That's what their game plan is going to be, and they're going to, they're going to be able to sweep them away probably. And then the second thing I wanted to make a point is um, good win for the Panthers last night, but I'm a big Lightning fan, and they're going to win that out. So <laughs> hang up and listen. Thanks for throwing a whole bunch of crap on us, Ed. Appreciate that. That's right, Coquel. If it comes back to sunrise for a game seven, sorry, Bolts, the weather's clearing. 
Is that, that's the best is that, yeah, I don't know. I appreciate you supported my <laughs> terrible pun with Spark Night, Dark Night. I, I but, started. Uh, I started panicking mid. Uh, mid. We got an umbrella. <laughs> right. The uh, the barometer is rising. Does that work? The humidity isn't high enough for electricity. <laughs> Alex is in West Palm. God, we are dumb. Alex, please bring us back to reality here. What do you think about the heat? I think we're going to be all right, Matt. I agree. Why? I agree. So. I'm going to tell you why. We went game one. Jimmy played terrible. He hit that game-winning shot. He shot terribly. Bam, shot terrible. And we lost by two. I understand Bucks didn't hit a lot of threes. But we played well other than those two stars, but they played made big plays at crucial points. Mm-hmm. Game two, there was nothing we were going to do about that. Like, what are you going to do shots. about that? You're right. What are you going to do about that? Score? I mean, there's, there's games all the time throughout the regular season, and in the past you guys have seen, where yeah. a team's just hot. Yes. And you know what? Those nights, you just got to be like, all right, try to get some rhythm going on for the next game, which we didn't really do. Right. But get a, get a better game plan in and go into game three. Yep. Now, I saw you guys touch on some things about some about the crowd in Miami mm-hmm. showing up till halftime. Well, mm-hmm. that was Coquel. That was Coquel, yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be yeah that's clear. true. Yep. Know, I, I understand. But let's be honest. It's not really halftime. Midway through the first, end of the first, they start to <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, it's not halftime. That was a little bit of a stretch. Everybody's every getting get their last drink in before they go to the court. Well, I understand. Hey, I you drive on it. 95 at rush hour, Coquel, in Dade County, okay? <laughs> you try and get there. No, but but Alex, I, I'm not going to bring – I've seen too much NBA playoff basketball in my life to think that a team losing the first two games on the road, even if one of them they got thrashed – a series is over. Like, I, I just refuse yeah. to do it, especially with a guy like Eric Spolstra, who makes adjustments as well, if not better than anybody, a Hall of Fame coach in charge of that team. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, and there was also, you guys talked about um, the fatigue, because we played a lot of games yeah. towards the end of the year. Like, we saw Jimmy Butler rest a lot. He played the young guys throughout the end of the year, try to get him a couple games. So you're saying no excuse. Jimmy's got to go. I think there's no excuse, and we understand yeah. how it works with Pat Riley and Spolstra. These guys are in tremendous shape. They got to make sure that these guys are top, tip top shape and ready to go for the playoffs. And they don't play the excuse game, so why should we? Good call, good call. And I think that's a great point. And I do appreciate Heat fans setting me straight. Hey, Ken, we're not we're not copping out here. I go play. Me too. I'm going to admit it. I was wrong. I said halftime. They show up beginning in the second quarter. My bad. <sighs> Terrence in West Palm. Hey, Terrence. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good man. Uh, I just want to say that I don't think the Heat is out just yet. Judging by looking at game one, mm-hmm. they really did come out there and compete. Um, if everybody knows basketball, I played ball damn near my whole life. So we know that everybody has their, their best foot forward in game one. Game two, I think they were fatigued. So I think that they need a little bit of home, a home game. And I think that they'll come out swinging. Yeah, I agree. In, the, in their first game at home, and there's got to be and a I message sent gonna, right at the right at the beginning of the game. You got to send a message, like you just do. Absolutely. That's how these things work. Absolutely, and I think that they're going to take game three, and it might be a close game four. Yeah, but, but you, I think they'll take it. Through. You take you take one game. You take game three, and that completely changes the series. It, it presses the reset button right. on on the series, and that's what's important. Terrence, appreciate you. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. We'll keep take, uh, keep taking your calls. We'll take your tweets at ESPN West Palmer. The Heat dead? Are they dead? Uh, or do you believe in Coquel who's been playing taps 
for uh, the first half hour of this show, and the heat have fallen. <laughs> oh, Coquel, what would I do without you, man? 8887. Yes! The Panthers aren't dead, baby. Going to Tampa, where. The Doppler's in trouble. <laughs> Go to break. Oh, man. There's no cold fronts coming through. Oh, Meeting warm boy. fronts. The Doppler's clear. 888 760 Nothing but sunny weather down here. The, Come to the BB&T. The forecast says 0% precipitation. Hockey's played inside and lightning can't get in there. No, <laughs> no I don't. I think we went a little too Panthers far. Probably yeah, can't I know. Get in there either, yeah, you're right. You're probably yeah. really right. Cats and rats. Uh, when we come back... Uh, something happened last night that has completely ruined mining Coquel's childhood. We'll tell you about it next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Yeah. 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 A revelation on Sports Center last night that has forever tarnished the childhoods of myself, Ken Levicka, and my broadcast partner, Coquel. We're never going to get over this. It is so sad. It is so sad, and I, I'm blindsided by it. That's why it's so difficult. Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel. Subscribe to the podcast. Get it to your phone every single day. The number one podcast at ESPN 106.3. Let's keep it that way. Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to it, rate it, and love it. Hey, uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys, my great friend, and our sports law insider, our sports agent insider, joining us in just literally moments. And when you're injured in an accident, it's really overwhelming. And that's where Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys come in. 28 years of trial experience, over 28 years. Lawler & Associates help their clients get the compensation they deserve, period. Fact. Whether it's an automobile, boat or motorcycle accident, slip and fall, or personal injury, Lawler & Associates have the expertise, the resources, and the desire to help. They want to help you. They want to make it right. Call 561-372-3500 or visit Lawler & Associates at wanttolawyerup.com for a free consultation. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Pat Lawler joins us as he always does on a Tuesday afternoon. Pat, real quick, are the Heat dead or do they still have some basketball left in them? They got a lot of hoop left in them. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's the heat. They are Jekyll and Hyde and come back to Miami, light it up 2-2. My man, that's a good start right there from Pat. Uh, Pat, I want to play you something before we uh, we really dive in here, and I'm sure you've heard it, but this was yesterday on FS1, Undisputed. Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones on his cell phone, the Pro Bowl wide receiver for the Falcons, who has been the subject of trade rumors to ask him about his future in Atlanta. This appeared to be completely out of the blue, and this is what it sounded like. You watching Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Julio. I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, not too much. Try to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio, or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man, nah, I'm out of there, man. So, 
Julio Jones called out of the blue on his cell phone on national television by Shannon Sharp and saying, I'm out of there, when asked about his future with the Falcons. This presents a whole world of problems. Let's unpack it one by one. First, you're an agent. You're Julio Jones' agent. What are you doing yesterday after this happens, and what are you doing today in terms of communication with the Falcons? How do you approach this? Well, at that point, I probably had a lot of conversation with the Falcons, and there's no question that he was going. Uh, to come out in that context and only say, I'm out of Atlanta, but I'm not going to the Cowboys, I'm more concerned with the second half there, Ken. But what do I do with Atlanta? I mean, the, the fact is it came out. They don't want it to come out because it's going to affect their ability to get a good trade for him because he's got such a high cap mm-hmm. number and what they're asking for in return, and they've already knocked one team out in the Cowboys. So I wouldn't be happy with it, but I, I, I saw the clip, and, and that wasn't cool by Shanna. I, I think calling him up and at least say, hey, we're on the show live, you know, give him a heads up. He may have said the same thing regardless, but – uh, it did hurt the, the Falcons in the negotiating. Is there any legal repercussions? Is there anything you would do to to try to get to the show that yeah. called him? Is from, there from any, like any an way FCC to go? standpoint, because that was an FCC violation. Shannon Sharp not not telling Julio Jones he was on the air. Coquel's right. Like that's a violation. Is there any sort of legal recourse you would think that might come from this? I doubt it because the fact is, if he had just said it in a tweet or something like that, I mean, I think it was pretty much given he's out of Atlanta. I think the situation that may have been more of an effect is him saying he's not going to Dallas because you could use that in negotiating with other teams, saying, hey, Dallas is in the mix. You know, we want to go there. But how many times you said somebody, they're never going, never doing this, and they do it. So legally, I don't think they'll ever bring anything on it. I think they should find him under, the F, uh, uh, under a violation yeah. of the FCC because that, that's just wrong to just, you know, cold call and not tell them what you're doing. You could see the other people – particularly Jenny Taft, saying, hey, tell them we're on the air. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, Wait, when it occurred to her, uh-oh, this could be a problem. No, you're right. You're exactly right. As we talk with Pat Lawler, who is on the air, and he's aware of it, uh, Lawler and Associates <laughs> Personal Injury Attorneys. He's our sports agent and sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, the, the saga of Eugene Chung, who uh, came out last week and said that as he was going through the NFL coach hiring process, he was told that he was, quote, not the right minority. He has not disclosed the person who said it to him. He has not disclosed the team that he was associating with when that comment came out. The NFL announces today that they are investigating the claim. How damaging is this for the NFL? I think it's extremely damaging from two aspects. First of all, by saying that to Eugene, it's basically telling him that, that somebody who ever interviewed him, I don't know what the race is, but they're pissed off because they believe they have a quota for minorities. And sure. saying, well, you're not the right, not the right minority. Um, and he's Asian, and by, by the way. I did, out, not, I did not qualify that. He is Asian-American, by the way, Eugene Chung. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, Ken, that, that bothers him is for Eugene. I mean, he came out and said this, so you know the good old coaching network. It's worse than probably the, the, the blue wall for uh, police officers, is that this person who said this, it's going to come out, the team it's going to come out, it needs to come out. Um, you know, the fact is they're going to do an investigation, but what kind of investigation are they going to do if they're really going to do an investigation, i.e. Uh, why they said this? I think that's what you'll find. But uh, credit to Eugene Chung for coming out because he's put the focus on him. But he knows it's time. The Asian Americans are being attacked from every aspect. It is Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Go to wanttolawyerup.com, want to lawyer up for your free consultation, handle your personal injury matters 
Pat Lawler and uh, Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys with over 28 years of trial experience. They're there for you. WantToLawyerUp.com. Let's uh, let's wrap with this because this weekend you had history made. Almost 51 years old. Phil Mickelson wins the PGA Championship. Oldest major winner ever. And all the discussion leading up to this really for the last several months has been when's Phil going to hang it up? He needed a special exemption to get into the U.S. Open. And now he's got those exemptions for the next five years. He is in the clear. He has pressed the reset button at age 50 on his golf career. It looked like he was just going to coast into the CBS broadcast booth. You're Phil Mickelson's agent. Just how lengthy now? Uh, How much length are we talking about in terms of that reset button and how much longer he's going to play and you holding off CBS to get him into the booth now? What what is that landscape going to look like? Uh, It's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Lucrative, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, what he did, I tell you, I'm a golfer, and what he did on that course under those circumstances, albeit Phil Mickelson is a multiple major champ, was just incredible. From a financial standpoint, I mean, he's got huge uh, companies, in Callaway, Workday, KPMG, and they all have escalators in their contracts to pay him for winning a major. Uh, he's going to be out there. The way he played, Ken, this weekend for four days, um, he can compete with any of these guys. I like. I can't wait to see how he play, plays at literally his home course in San Diego, Torrey Pines. That's where he grew up. Yep. Yep. You know that should be real interesting. But from an agent standpoint, keep adding the endorsements on there. <laughs> I mean, Phil had to get over that gambling and that stock option stuff there, but now he's in a great position from a financial standpoint. I'm just a. He's the nicest guy. When I went out down to Doral twice, he gave my son who's a lefty golfer the golf ball. Talked to him. Sign, sign stuff out they just won't sign golf balls because they get put on the market yeah. but just a great guy that's cool that's cool I, I, I love that first hand stuff and uh, you know it's got to be a great I, I can't remember another golfer who at age 50 unless it's really rare like a Jack Nicholas, where they're sentimental and it's going to be like that with Tiger Woods where you can just pick and choose who to endorse and they're all going to be multi-million dollar endorsements it's, it's an unbelievable position to be in uh, Pat Awesome stuff as always. I appreciate your confidence in the heat, and uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday when this first-round series, I truly believe, will still be going on. Let's get the cat. Let me hear the cat again before I go. Hit the cat, Coquel. Hit the cat. Oops. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. There it is. If, if, I had to get him out of the cage. I'd put him back in the sure, cage. Sure, sure. It's feeding time. It's like 1235, 1236 <laughs> is feeding time. Thank you so much, Pat. Appreciate you. All right, be good, guys. All right, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. A revelation last night on Kenny Maine's final sports center that has rocked the foundation of everything that Coquel and I once believed. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken and Coquel like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the electrical standings. Five through one electrical standings. Today, we count on five through one. One old electronic store and four random movies. One old electronic store and four random movies. Coquel five through one. Go. I'm gonna go with Best Buy as my electric as my electronic store. Then we got Goonies. Okay. This is the end. Okay. Major League. I was on a big James Franco kick, yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, Major League, though. Everybody loves that. And Nightmare on Elm Street 2. 
Five through one, one old electronic store and four random movies. Five, Comp USA. Four, Wild Wild West. Three, A League of Their Own. Two, Fievel Goes West. Three Men and a Baby. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was in Three Men and a Baby, by the way. Really? Well, they did the wave at the Met game, and I was at the Met game when they recorded it. No way! <laughs> well, that's actually really cool. Oh, hold on. A bonus Can edition of Electrical like Standings. in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, We're doubling down! Three, two, one. It's time for the Electrical Standings. Ooh, a bonus edition. Top five shows everyone watched that you also watched. Top five shows that everyone watched that you also watched. Coquel, five through one, go. Game of Thrones, The Simpsons, How I Met Your Mother, Family Ties, and Breaking Bad. Five through one, top five shows everyone watched that you also watched. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, The Tonight Show, The Sopranos, and Golden Girls. Those are your five through one electrical standings. Top five shows everyone watched that you also watched. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I am him and Coquel with me as always. Don't forget to follow all of our social media at ESPN West Palm on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook.com slash ESPN West Palm. Coquel at Real Coach K. Me, I'm at KLV 106.3. Uh, but hit us up. Ed Killer tweets, the heat are done. Okay. I mean, we got we got a decent amount of that, but I still believe the Heat are going to make this a series. They are not dead. Maybe they're not going to win it, but they are not dead. They're going to fight, and they are going to win game three. If you don't believe in Spo, his track record, Jimmy Butler, his track record, then I don't know what to tell you. The Heat are going to win game three and get back in this series. Last night, it was Kenny Maine's final sports center, uh, and he had on Fred McGriff, the baseball legend. Fred McGriff, who was a staple of Coquel and My Childhood, Crime Dog. starring in the Tom Amansky instructional video commercials. He endorsed the Tom Amansky instructional video commercials. Let's go ahead and hear, in case you, you forget, Coquel, we have the commercial, right? We have the Tom Amansky commercial. Let's go back to a lot of our childhoods and re-listen to the Tom Amansky commercials. Discover the defensive training secrets of America's finest baseball school in an exciting videotape. Baseball World's Defensive Training oh, Video features play. professional scout and instructor Tommy Mansky and the same revolutionary new training techniques that have produced Baseball World's back-to-back-to-back AAU National Championship teams. Back-to-back-to-back. The defensive drills video vastly improves players' arm strength, running speed, quickness, agility, and infield and outfield defensive skills. Even coaches practice organization. Lou Pavlovich Jr., editor of Collegiate Baseball Magazine, calls it a masterpiece. masterpiece. The best defensive drill video ever produced. Many professional players are excited about this videotape. Just ask Atlanta Braves superstar Fred McGriff. This is the instructional video that gets results. Baseball World's defensive drills video makes a great. I mean, it's Fred McGriff. He says it gets results. All right, so Fred McGriff was the staple of those Tom Amansky commercials. Also, the kids in a circle slapping the baseball. I still never understand what that actually does, but it's a it Tom Amansky. You, it keeps your hands down for ground balls. Gotcha. Okay. It seems a little bit useless. I yeah, do remember very. the throwing in the bucket, though. But McGriff said it's a very useful video, and it's a helpful video. 
Like, I, I, I begged my mother yeah. for this video. For me, I remember the Tom Amansky videos because of Fred McGriff pointed in the camera and saying that it's a very helpful video. If the crime dog says so, I I know it's got results. But the crime dog was on with Kenny Mayne last night on Sports Center, and listen to this bleep. Reveal this to the nation, okay? Honestly, I've never seen a video in my life. What? <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was like 19 years old, Steve Christmas told me, hey, Go visit Tom Amansky down in Orlando, right? He can help you out with your hitting. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So now five years later, I'm in the big leagues. So Tom's like, hey, Fred, you mind helping me out just with this video? I'm like, hey, dude, no sweat. I'm in the big leagues. <laughs> big leagues now, right? You know what I'm saying? Kenny, but I've never seen the video. <laughs> oh, no. Fred McGriff. But Fred McGriff admitting in 2021 that he never actually saw the Tom Amansky video. How? The greatest defensive baseball instructional video back to back ever to back. made. Back to back to back AAU champions. Fred McGriff endorsed, and he actually never watched it. Stunning. Heartbreaking. Everything I thought I knew about my childhood completely trashed. But it got me thinking as well. The Tom Amansky instructional video commercial was a staple of weekday afternoon television when you stayed home sick from school as a kid. You saw it at least 25 times. But that thing was on all night oh, at 3 in the morning. Yeah. I don't know who they were I advertising. I mean, Tom Amansky's marketing budget was massive. <laughs> that had to be part of the budget, though. Had to be for, like, drunk dads who stayed up late and didn't pay attention <laughs> to their kids. They're like, ah, I'm going to make things right with little Johnny. Because that thing played at some weird hours. I'm going to call a Mansky. But that thing, you saw it all the time, homesick as a kid. And it got me thinking, what do you remember seeing most on television? Especially if you were a late 80s and 90s kid. When you stayed home sick from school, what did you see most on television during the day? What sparks your memory about what you saw most? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For me... I remember Small Wonder always being on at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The robot kid who lived in the closet with a family. That made her. And for some reason, everybody who visited the house had no idea she was a robot, even though she talked like a robot and would sometimes short out. I don't understand how the people didn't realize she was a robot. Wasn't she kind of like their servant, too? Shouldn't that have been a problem that the the servant kid lives in the closet, robot or not? There are a lot of weird things in that show. So Small Wonder was a staple. And the Tom Amansky instructional video commercial were staples of staying home sick as a child what you would see on television but do you also remember seeing this commercial over and over and over again Yeah, purple star, purple sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. What's in this? It's like orange and tangerine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Way to be, Mrs. J. That also, we that line, my friends and I would always, always, always repeat it to our parents if they brought us up to the table after that. <laughs> way, way to be, Mrs. J. Uh, so, Sunny Delight, that was always on. And then there was also this commercial when you stayed home fr- sick from school as an 80s or a 90s kid that you saw religiously. Doctor, my belly aches. You got butterflies in your stomach. <laughs> you got a tummy horse. Operation. Yeah. Operation. 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 Operation
your fee by don't touch the sides. <laughs> Water on the knee. Operation. Out of the free. Operation. A rib or two. Yeah. Operation's the single hardest game ever to play, by the way. It's the single most difficult board game in the history of games. And then... You can't get the kidney out. No, I know. It doesn't it's come impossible. out. It's, it's legitimately it, it's, impossible. I don't think anyone in the world has ever no. gotten it out. And the funny bone is wildly difficult. Not that, funny at all. Uh, no, and the wishbone, really difficult. But then, one funnel commercial that will be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. And you know what? I don't care. You saw this a lot as an 80s and 90s kid. Now you can give them pizza whenever they want. Yeah, pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time, bagel bites, baby. Good luck not getting that, uh, keeping that from being in your head like a worm for the rest of the day. Oh, but again, this all off of Tom Amansky, Fred McGriff breaking our hearts. I thought for sure Fred McGriff used the Tom Amansky instructional videos. Sorry, Stephen, we were going to get into Panthers talk this segment, <laughs> but this was much more important. When we return, the soap opera that was on hiatus, but now it's back based out of the fine state of Wisconsin, and it resumed last night. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levicka Live. Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Coquel. Maybe you don't want to believe me that the Heat are still very much alive, but what about Shaq last night? In the post game of the Heat and the Bucks, saying that the Heat are going to win the series. If you're not going to take it from me, take it from Shaq. Ken Levick alive, and we're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Dr. Jim Reardon, he is in charge. He never loses. He sends his students into the world ready for a job in sports. They get their MBA in sport management, and professional leagues, professional teams, big-time college athletics, local sports organizations. They say, hey, you're prepared. Let's go. He finds his students' jobs in the sports industry, fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. You can find out more about uh, the fall semester classes at fau.edu slash MBA sport. And don't worry for those of you that might have a family, need to do them from home. You have remote courses as well. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Well, it has returned. We signed all the contracts and got all the actors and actresses back together. We've put together scripts and the storyline. It is the return of the soap opera that has swept the nation, and especially the football nation. Aaron Rodgers has returned, and with that, returns as the cheese turns. Cheese turns. This portion brought to you today by FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. And by Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. You'd think with a new season we would have gotten a new intro as the cheese turns, but nope, not here, not at Kelovic Alive. Aaron Rodgers was on with Kenny Mayne last night, and again, the uh, the same finale for Kenny Mayne on SportsCenter, where we heard the tragic news that Fred McGriff never actually watched a Tomomansky baseball instructional video. <sighs> 
And this is the latest in the Rodgers versus Packers saga. Just a quick update from the quarterback himself. With, yeah, with my situation, look, it's, it's never been about, uh, you know, never been about the draft pick, uh, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. Um, you know, he, he a lot of fun to, to work together. Uh, I love coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, you know, and, and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about, it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And a lot of this was put in motion last year, and uh, the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP and played the, the way I played last year. So this is just kind of, I think, uh, the, the spill out of all that. But, look, man, it is about the people, and that's the most important thing. Green Bay has always been about the people, from Curly Lambeau uh, being owner and founder to the 60s with Lombardi and Bart Starr and all those incredible names, to the 90s teams with... Coach Holmgren and Farvey and the Minister of Defense to the, the run that we've been on. It's about it's about the people. What does it all mean? That didn't give me any clarity. What a cliffhanger. We get the cast back together. We pull Aaron Rodgers, the main protagonist in our story, from his vacation in Hawaii to say that. What does it mean? What does any of that mean? I will say, him saying it's been an incredible 16 years... That sounds a little final, right? Like, that does sound like he has certainly been thinking about the fact that it's it. But he also says he loves a lot of people. Jordan Love, Farvey, the fans, the Packers organization, the coaching staff. But guess who he he did not shout out in that lengthy discussion with Kenny Mayne? Maybe he just couldn't say his name. Couldn't pronounce it. (laughs) The general manager... Brian Gutekunst was was um, was. That's a dangerous name to play, especially no, on a show like SportsCenter. It was nowhere to uh, to be found or heard in that Aaron Rodgers clip. There's still something there, and it's still festering, and it's still problematic. And for me, him talking about it, it's been an incredible 16 years. That does there at least there's a little finality to that, right? Like it did it did sound like he's not ready to back off on anything. Was it forceful? No. But did it seem like he was um, he was ready to uh, to hug hug it out with the Packers front office and head back? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's gone. You, he's got. That's your gone. gut feel. He's still yeah, gone. He's got to go. Me too. Me too. Why would you want him back if you're the Packers? Like well, the fans, he's like, awesome. No, the fans, I get it. But if you're the organization and he doesn't want to be there, why would you want him? Go get a, a King's ransom. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be the smart thing to do. A guy who, yes, he's the defending MVP, but he's also on the back end of his career. You're right. Make a fortune off of it. That's make it. make a, a, a roster fortune off of it. But my biggest takeaway, who knew that Brent Favre, his nickname was Farvey? I've never heard that before. No, and I, I've, my relationship with Favre has been very complicated. <laughs> Your relationship or Aaron Rodgers' relationship? Both. I think we both have difficult relationships with Favre. If, if Aaron Rodgers can give him a nickname Farvey and call him by that nickname, then surely you can forgive Brett Favre and call him Farvey, right? No, I <laughs> can't. Oh, oh, it's it's much it's much more complicated I mean, for Coquel than it is Aaron Rodgers. I wore a Packers hat for as a Jets fan for most of my high school years because of the guy, and then he spoke. <laughs> yeah, and then he, we don't really see eye to eye on certain oh, things. Oh, gotcha. And certain that, things we have similar thoughts on, but some that one not season so much. that one season was a little lackluster for you too, right? Oh, I don't even mind him with the Jets. He got hurt. That's not his fault. He got hurt. I was so happy he came. <sighs> if he was healthy, they were a Super Bowl team. 
Farvey. Farvey. Oh, Favre. All right, Koki, we'll be back and do this tomorrow. Want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for calling. Clam Shouter, still kind of trashy. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Bye. <laughs>